want to welcome everybody to another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. This is the podcast where we talk all about the cuckold and hot wife lifestyles. First of all, I gave out a, a free, not a free, but I gave out a preview to my first two episodes to a number of people. And I just wanted to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for all the positive reactions I got to it. It's given me a lot of, uh, a lot of faith, a lot of encouragement, a lot of confidence to move forward and bring you the type of content that I know you want to hear. So again, a huge thank you goes out to everybody who listened and who gave me some feedback on those first two episodes. Again, my name is Michael. I'm your host. And uh, let's go ahead and get started. Well, with that feedback that I got, I had a number of people, they asked me about my parties. You know, they have all kinds of questions about my parties. So what I'm going to do in this episode is actually go into detail about two of the different types of parties that I do. I do interracial parties, which are parties for women and couples who enjoy playing with black men. And I also do cuckold theme parties. Now, I will deal with the with my interracial parties first because I've been doing those the longest. I've been doing those parties for more than five years now. The reason why I do those parties is, number one, they're a lot of fun. I get to meet a lot of great and interesting people. I enjoy playing the host. And these parties give me a way to interact with people on a personal level, you know, aside from just either doing it online or talking on the phone, like it's nice to be able to have that, that personal, you know, interaction with people. And also I enjoy giving the couples a way to connect with people, understanding that, you know, a lot of them have busy schedules. They're juggling work, they're juggling families, they're, ju you know, they're juggling home life. And sometimes it's nice to be able to just go out and be around people who you don't have to explain anything to. Like they already get what it is that you're about and you can just focus on meeting people and the connection that you have, you know, and everything that comes with that. A typical party for me is usually about, usually between like 12 and 16 women and couples. Most of the women that come are part of a couple. Um, not all. I do get some single women that come. And I usually try to have anywhere between 20 and 25 Black men. And the reason why I have that ratio that way is because, number one, it gives the women more options. It may seem like on the surface that when you have that many men to that many women, that the parties are geared towards the men, but it's the exact opposite with me. My parties are all about the women. I like them to have options. I like them to have a number of different guys that they can choose from. And most of the women that come to my parties are women, you know, let's just say that they have an appetite. So having a party like that, if I were to have an equal number of men to women, let's be honest, the party would probably last about 45 minutes. Because one thing that I've seen during my time in this lifestyle, I don't care how much stamina a guy thinks he has. I don't care 
you know, how many rounds he thinks he can go. You can't compete with an insatiable woman. The sooner you understand that, the better off you'll be. If I had a party with an equal number of men to women, that party wouldn't last very long because all the guys would be spent. Some guys get what I like to call stage fright. And that is, you know, it's one thing to be able to to play with a woman, you know, in the privacy of your own home, their own home, hotel room, what have you. But it's a completely different dynamic when you're at a party. For a guy, nothing is more intimidating than being with a woman that you really want to play with and you're with her and your manhood is just not cooperating. And then you look next to you and there's another guy standing there with a raging heart on looking at you like, well, what are you going to do? Like, that's a lot of pressure. And some guys, some guys can't deal with that spotlight. And the good thing about a party environment is if that guy is unable to perform in that moment, then all he has to do is step aside, you know, and let her find somebody else. You know, in other words, you're not ruining her night. Like if you get with somebody in a private setting and you have problems performing, then you've pretty much ruined her night. They probably arrange for a babysitter. They might not get many free Friday or Saturday nights to play. And if they don't get what they're looking for, it's pretty much a wasted night for them. The parties give people the opportunity to play you know, without there being any kind of pressure. Um, another question that I get asked frequently about my parties is people will ask me, especially couples and women, are they expected to play? I can't speak for everyone's parties because they're in my area specifically, there are a number of different people that throw and host interracial parties. But the way that I run my parties is I don't put any pressure on anybody to perform or to play. My thing is you come the first time, you know, you see what we're all about. If you like what you see, if you like the vibe, if you like the environment, then you play. If not, then you don't. You're more than welcome to just sit and watch. However, there is a disclaimer to that. One of the things that has made my party so successful over the years is that I typically get a very high participation rate. And what I mean by that is the majority of the people who come wind up playing in some way, shape, or form. So my thing is, if you come the first time, I'm fine with you watching. I have, you know, I won't put any kind of pressure on you or say anything about it or anything like that. However, if you come back to a future party, then my thought process is you're coming because you like what you saw. And, you know, you like the energy, you like what we put forth what we have going on and you wanted to be a part of it again. So if you come back, I'm not putting any pressure on you to play, but I'm expecting you to be involved. And the reason why is I can't have too many people there that are just watching. And the reason why is it's fine if it's just one or two couples, but if you start getting a higher number of people who are just watching, it has a tendency to affect the energy of the party. And what I mean by that is if you're not playing and a guy approaches you and he gets shot down, then each time that happens, it might make him more assertive with the next woman that he approaches. So I really try to keep that to a minimum. Um, like I said, if, so if I have a couple who just wants to watch, 
I try to keep that to no more than two couples per party. If you're strictly a voyeur and that's all you want to do is watch, I'm fine with that, especially if I know beforehand, but you just have to understand that if I have a new couple who also just wants to watch, if you've already been before, then you're going to move to the back of the line. Because as I said, I can only have a limited number of people who are just there to watch and not participate. Because like I said, energy, I know it's corny to some people and it doesn't mean anything to some people, but energy means a lot to me and I pay a lot of attention to it. And what I mean by energy is I try to strategically place people throughout my party based on the energy that they're bringing. In other words, I can't have a room full of high energy people because, you know, that's out of balance and things can, can get out of hand if everybody is wild and crazy. I like having people who provide that, that calming kind of influence to the room so that there's more balance in the room. Um, also, one of the things that I like to do is, you know, I like to stagger my couples. And what I mean by that is I have some couples that like to play as soon as they get to a party. You know, they may walk in and they may small talk for a little while and 15 to 20 minutes later, she's ready to play. And then I have some couples where, you know, she needs to be warmed up a bit. She wants to talk to a few people. You know, she wants to have a cocktail or two. They enjoy the social aspect of the evening. And so she might not play until the middle of the party. And then I have other couples where they like to wait towards the end of the night, you know, almost like batting cleanup. They really enjoy the social aspect of the evening. You know, they enjoy watching. They want to watch for a while and kind of get into the mood. And then once they're in the mood, they're going until the party ends, not oftentimes until the party stops. So when you combine those different play styles, it just, it makes for a more cohesive evening. For me, one of the things that, you know, and I've learned this over the years of doing my parties, I really don't play at my own parties and I don't knock the hosts that do. I just learned early on that it's not really something that I can do effectively. And the reason why is you have a choice to make. And that is either you're going to be the best host that you can be, or when you play with this woman, you're going to give her an enjoyable time. Like you really, in my mind, you really can't do both. For example, if I'm playing with a woman, I can't really get into it because my ear is still listening out for the party. You know, people are knocking, you know, tapping me on my shoulder. Hey, Mike, there's somebody at the door. You know, hey, Mike, you know, do you have any more napkins? Hey, Mike, somebody spilled something, you know, so I can't even really enjoy my time with her because something is always interrupting it. So I made the decision long ago that I'm not even going to play at my party. Usually if I play, you know, there may be a couple or two who got a room at the same hotel and maybe they want to stay a little bit later. I'll play at the end of the evening with them, or maybe they'll, you know, have a room and come early. So maybe I might play with them before the party, but during the party, I usually don't play that much. Now don't get me wrong. You know, I might get my cock sucked. I might dip off to the corner or I might sneak in the bathroom for a quick two minutes, but they understand that there's not going to be a long session here. So pretty much at my parties, I'm known as a serial groper. You know, I make sure everybody has a good time. You know, I'm very touchy feely with the women that come. So I'm grabbing titties, I'm grabbing ass, I'm touching pussies. I'm, you know, I'm testing to see how wet women are. 
you know, I'm having fun, they're having fun, and I'm pretty much doing everything that I can to get them in the mood because that makes for a better night for everybody. You know, as they say in this lifestyle, a happy wife is a happy life. So I focus my effort and energy on making sure that the women are comfortable, that the women are getting what they needed. And it just, it just makes for a better experience for everybody. Another thing about my party is a question that I'm asked, you know, uh, quite a bit is what do the husbands do? As far as what the husbands do, I get hot wife couples at my interracial parties. I get cuckold couples at my interracial parties, but they're not cuckold parties. So even the cuckold couples, couples that do come, there's not really that much cuckolding going on. Yes, they're watching. And some of the husbands, you know, even interact with their own wives. A lot of these couples know each other. And if their wives are in the mood, sometimes the husbands will play with the other wives too. It all depends on what a particular couple's dynamic is, you know, because just because they're a hot wife couple doesn't mean that they don't also swing with other couples. So if they see somebody there who they have chemistry with or a dynamic with and they want to play and all parties are on the same page, the husbands are more than welcome to play. I'm not the type of person that is going to tell a couple, okay, you can come, but your husband can't play. Like some hosts may roll like that, but I don't. What I do let them know is that for that particular party, I'm not saying that all of the wives are black only, but for that particular party, they have black cock on the brain. Like that's what they want for that night. And the way that I equate it is it's like going to a steakhouse. When you go to a steakhouse, usually you're going because you want steak. Like that's what you're in the mood for. That's what you've been thinking about all day. It's not that you don't eat chicken or fish, but you didn't go to that steakhouse for chicken or fish. You know, you went there because you wanted you a nice ribeye, a porterhouse, a filet, New York strip, whatever. So I tell the husbands, and you know, it's not that they don't want to play with you, but for that particular night, they've got a taste for chocolate. So respect that. Let the ladies have their fun. Let them do what they do. And the night usually turns out well that way. To be honest, most of the husbands, when they come to, you know, when they bring their wives to my parties, they just want to see their wives have a good time. So most of the husbands, you know, they're watching out for her. They're seeing if she needs anything. They're making sure that she stays hydrated. Uh, they're making sure that no guy kind of oversteps his boundaries. They're making sure that guys are wearing condoms, you know, which brings me to another point. People always ask me, you know, are your parties bareback? Are they, you know, safe sex or what have you? I encourage people to practice safe sex at my parties. With that being said, I understand that these are adults and you can't make them do anything. So if a couple and a guy decide that they want to play bear, that's on them. I don't tell them not to. I don't encourage them to. I allow them to make that decision. But like I said, I encourage people to practice safe sex. They're grown. They're going to make their own decisions. They're going to do what they want to do. All I ask is just whatever mess you make, just clean it up. So like I said, most of the husbands, they just facilitate. They just make sure that their wives are having a good time. A lot of them enjoy watching the other wives because even though they, you know, they have their own wife and they get to see her, for some of them, it might be rare that they get to see another wife in action. For those husbands, they enjoy 
letting their eyes wander a little bit and see how this wife does it and that wife does it. So that's how that typically goes as far as what the husbands do. Another question that I get asked pretty often is, okay, well, my wife has never been with a black guy before. Would your parties be right for us? Now, I usually answer that question in one of two ways. Ideally, I would tell them, if your wife has never been with a black man before, then my parties probably aren't the best route for you to take. And the reason why is because you don't know how she's going to react to it yet. And not only that, but as the husband, you don't know how you're going to react to it yet. If it's going to be her first experience, it needs to be in a much more controlled environment, your home or a hotel room with just the three of you, just so that you can take your time going into it, you know, so that she's not feeling overwhelmed. And afterwards, you're able to actually talk about it. Because I'll tell you, I always get good, respectful, decent guys at my parties. But with that being said, anytime that there's somebody new, you know how guys respond to new pussy. Let's be honest. We all know that. If it's somebody new, I don't want them to feel overwhelmed. Like, even though my guys are respectful, I don't want her feeling like she's under the gun because all of these different guys want to play with her. So whenever I have a couple that's new, like I said, I try to tell them, get that initial experience up under your belt first before you, you know, before you bring your wife to a party. However, sometimes there are always people who are determined to get to a party for their first experience or who are experiencing their first party. And so my advice to them is get a hotel at the same place. I'm sorry, get a room at the same hotel where I'm having the party. This way you get to come, you get to enjoy the atmosphere, you get to meet you know, you get to meet all of the people, you get to see what we're all about. But when it comes time to play, you have the ability to just find a guy that you like or two or three, however you play, and you go to your room. That way you're away from the party. You have that privacy. You have that intimacy. You know, you can play however it is you like to play. And then when you're done, you come back to the room and you rejoin the party. Now, you know, I even have experienced couples who that's the way that they like to play. They like to get a room. That way they don't have to worry about having a cocktail or two and driving home at the end of the night. They're able to relax and enjoy the night. They find a guy or two or three that they like throughout the course of the evening. They go back to their room. They have their fun. And then they come back. And I have no problem with people doing that. Like I said, I, I want people to be comfortable. Another question that I'm asked often is, how do the women dress for the parties? And what I say is there's no such thing as being too sexy. However, being realistic, one of the things that you have to keep in mind is oftentimes these parties are in hotels. And so if it's in a hotel, depending on the time of year, you might have to walk past the front desk. So I ask people just to kind of keep that in mind, you know, like, yeah, that sheer shirt or that sheer blouse is hot. But even if it's July, if you're, if you're going to wear that to a party, put a jacket on over it. Or some couples will change at the party. You know, they'll bring their outfit in the bag. And when they arrive, they go in the restroom and put on their super sexy or super, sl super slutty attire. And then they come back out and they have a great time. And at the end of the night, they go back and change and they wear home. They wore to the party. So... 
the standing rule about that is there's no such thing as too sexy. I like the women to be at whatever makes them feel sexy. I want them feeling their best. And I want them feeling good about the way that they look and the way that they're presenting themselves. So whatever it is that that makes the women feel sexy and comfortable, I'm all for that. Like I'm all for them expressing themselves that way. Another question that, you know, another thing that people are curious about is how many guys do the women play with? And that all depends on the women. I mean, you know, I'll have some women that come that they'll play with one guy. And then I have some women that come, but she may play with four or five guys. And then, you know, on the opposite end of the spectrum, I have some women that come where, you know, she may play with 10 or 12 guys. It's all about whatever makes her feel good. It's just for the more insatiable women, they enjoy knowing that there are enough guys there to satisfy their appetite for that evening. Some women will play with one guy at a time. You know, some women will play with two at a time. Some women you'll see, they'll be getting DP while blowing another guy. You know, some women are able to multitask better than others are. It's all about them being able to, to find their, their comfort level. Um, another thing that I'll say about not just my parties, but just parties in general, is I try to what, get people to, 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 to watch their alcohol intake. Like, I don't mind people having a few drinks to take the edge off, but nobody likes a drunk. I'll, as far as that's concerned, I'll just tell people, mind your liquor. That can really affect an evening when you have somebody who, who can't handle their liquor. I mean, I'm sure we've all been around it, and it's, ne- it's never fun. It's never fun to see. You know, it's never fun to be around. And it's just something that, that I don't particularly tolerate at my party. If I see anybody who can't hold their liquor or can't control their drinking, chances are they're not going to be invited back just because I don't, I don't want to expose my guests to that type of behavior. It's, it's just not a good thing. But overall, I mean, my, my IR parties, they're a great time. I mean, if you're ever in the New York City area, feel free to get in touch with me. I love having new people at my party. I love meeting new people. I love providing that positive first experience for people because it's, a, it's an incredible atmosphere. I mean, just to see a room full of wives walking around, feeling good about themselves, having orgasms all over the place, getting to play with various guys, you know, seeing other wives doing it, you know, seeing two wives on the bed playing side by side. I mean, the, the, the visuals are just incredible. You know, I mean, I could go on for days about, about just that. And one of the things that I really take away from it and that I see at my parties and it makes me sit back and smile is... I love seeing how empowered the women feel. You know, let's be honest, we get older, you know, gravity takes over, our bodies aren't quite what we want them to be. And it's easy to see how some people could be self-conscious in that type of environment. But seeing these wives who, you know, they may have a few stretch marks or maybe, you know, some marks from childbirth or, you know, maybe they're carrying a few extra pounds, but they feel so sexy. And you can see it in the way they just strut around the party you know they they just get done playing with the guy and their hair is a little messed up and the makeup's a little runny 
but they have this glow about them and they have this big smile on their face and you know that they're just feeling so good at that moment. And for me, I never grow tired of seeing that. I can look at that all day, just seeing how happy and in the moment and how, how good they feel about themselves, you know, after just experiencing what they experience. So that's one of the things that I enjoy the most about the parties is seeing the effect that it has on the women. So the next thing I want to address as far as the parties go is the etiquette for the guys. Um, and this, this is important. If you've been to a party as a bull, then you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, pay attention. There are certain things about parties where there's a certain type of etiquette, your do's and your don'ts. If you see a woman at a party, if you have not said anything to her before the playing starts, once she starts playing, it's really not a good idea to just walk over to her and put your cock in her face. Like, I, I know that sounds like it should be common sense, but you'd be surprised at how many times I've seen it. Not just at, at my parties. I really try to limit it at my parties, but even other parties that I've gone to. Like, at least introduce yourself so that even if a woman is playing with various guys, at least she knows your face before you get to that point. You having your cock in her face should not be the very first time she's making eye contact with you. The other thing is, I know that there are some guys that pride themselves on how much stamina they have, but just keep in mind that she might want to play with other people. There may be other guys that have been talking to her that, that, that want to play with her. In other words, the party is not the time to show her that you can bang her out for an hour and a half. It's not a good look. You know, like you find that sweet spot, like that sweet spot between lasting just long enough. You know, it's not too short. It's not too long. You know, you know, you, you leave her wanting more, you know, you show her a good time and, you know, if she had a good time with you, then maybe you'll get that, you know, that night out with her where you can go in and you can have that marathon session, but to try to have that marathon session in the context of a party, no one's going to be impressed. You know what I'm saying? So try to limit that, you know, when, when, when you go to a party. Of course, look good, smell good, and then you feel good. You know, no one likes seeing guys come to parties, you know, dressed like they just got off the basketball court. You know, my thing is these women put so much effort into looking good for everybody that I like it when I see the guys that match their effort. And plus, you know, women like to see a well-dressed man. So trust me, fellas, put a little effort into your attire and, and you'll have a good night. Another thing that I hear from couples is some guys don't know how to initiate contact. And what I mean by that is they can go, they can talk to a couple and they can have small talk, but they don't know how to move the conversation from small talk to actually playing with her. And I've seen a number of situations where a guy spends 15, 20 minutes talking to a couple and then he leaves and the wife looks at her husband and she's like, okay, did, does, does he want to fuck me? Does, like, like he spent all this time talking to you and yet she still doesn't know what your interest level in her is. And to me, it's really not that difficult. Like you can let a woman know that, that you're interested in playing with her 
and still have a regular conversation with them. Even if it's something as simple as, you know, you have the conversation and it can be like, hey, and, you know, you make sure you include the husband in it. Hey, you've got a very attractive wife. I like her energy. I like the way she looks. I like the way she smells. If the opportunity should happen to present itself tonight where I get a chance to play with her, I would love to. Like, that's all it takes. That's all it really takes. You let her know that you're interested. You let her know that, hey, when you're ready, you give me the signal, you give me the sign, and we can make it happen. But to spend 15 to 20 minutes talking to them and walk away, have her wondering if you're even into her, you know, guys can do better than that. So that's pretty much my my IR parties. You know, I'm sure I maybe have left out a few things. You know, you can answer in the comment section if you have any other questions, and I'll try to get to it in a future episode. But I don't want to talk on forever because I also wanted to go into a little detail about my cuckold parties because the way that I run my cuckold parties is completely different from the way I do my IR parties. The reason why I started my cuckold parties is one of the things that I've noticed is you'll see a you'll see people throwing parties and they will they will promote them as being cuckold parties. But yet all they are is just okay, husbands, you get over there and watch while the wives play. And I know that there's more to cuckolding than that. Like cuckolding is more than just the husband sitting there watching. What usually happens is when cuckold couples go to other parties, they typically have to conform to whatever the theme of the party is. Like they will usually dial back what they're into because they don't want to offend anybody. They don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable, you know, so they, they dial things down a little to conform to, you know, whatever the party is. And so what I wanted to do was I wanted to create something that was authentic and keeping in the spirit of what I feel cuckolding is all about, which is something that brings the couples together not driving them apart. And not only that, but something in some place where they could embrace how they like to play. In other words, giving them the opportunity to say, you know what, at this particular party, everyone else has to conform to you. Like this is your home field. This is your home court. So with that being said, whenever I invite people to my cuckold parties, I let them know up front hey, you're coming to a cuckold party. If there's any aspect of cuckolding that you're not comfortable with, you need to let me know because I don't want anybody having a negative reaction to what they may see there. And what I mean by that is I encourage couples to, however you play, play that way. If you like to put your husband in a cage, he can wear that cage. If you like to dress him like a sissy, dress him like a sissy. If you want to have your husband walking around wearing heels and fishnets with a with a anal plug in his ass, you are free to do that here. And if anybody is uncomfortable with that, then they won't be at my party because these parties are all about the couples and all about getting them to embrace the way that they like to play and understanding that no one here is going to judge you. You know, here you are free to to be who you are, to play how you want to play and just to be yourself for for a change. Because I know that most couples 
don't get an opportunity to express themselves that way at parties. As for the uh, the ratio with these parties, being that the cuckold dynamic is different, being that it's a lot more mentally based and interaction between a, a bull and a couple is much more intense. I keep the ratio for these parties as close to one to one as I can. That way, you know, I, I might have maybe one or two extra guys there, but that's just so that no couple gets stuck talking to the boring guy. So that way there's a little bit of wiggle room, but mainly I, I like to see that one-on-one interaction. That way, if anything is going to happen, it's all based on the bull's ability to, to interact with that couple. You know, if you don't have the ability to, to engage them, to talk to them, to find out what they're looking for, to find out how that dynamic works, then chances are you're not going to get to play. And I don't have a problem with that. You know, there's no handholding. There are no training wheels. I expect that the bulls who come to these parties know what you're doing or at least have the desire to really learn. Um, the other thing that I do at my cuckold parties, being that we we always get, you know, a handful of people who are new to the lifestyle, is we'll have like a Q&A session. You know, it may last for an hour or so where we just sit and talk. You know, we get I get people to introduce themselves, say a little bit about themselves. We talk about the lifestyle. You know, uh, people get to ask questions. Couples get to ask other couples. Bulls get to ask other bulls. Couples to bulls, bulls to couples, so on and so forth. That way people get to really get some realistic advice and information on the way that people really think and handle these situations as opposed to just reading stuff online. I mean, reading stuff online can be good, but nothing beats actually looking another person in their eye and having them explain to you, you know, the way that they do things. Um, usually at my parties, I I have the couples and the women arrive usually about an hour and a half to two hours before the bulls do. I start these parties a lot earlier in the evening, usually around six o'clock or so. That way they can all talk, get comfortable, get to know each other, learn about each other without there being any kind of sexual energy in the room. Because once that sexual energy is introduced into the rooms, meaning once the bulls arrive, then that changes the whole energy flow of the evening. So I like to give couples, like I said, at least like an hour and a half or so just to kind of come get comfortable, get relaxed so that when the bulls do arrive, it's, it's not the couples feeling like they're on display. My parties are called She Comes First, and that's a play on words because basically they're all about the wife. They're all about the females, meaning she comes first, meaning she comes before everybody else. And she comes first in a sense of her sexual pleasure, like her sexual pleasure and her overall enjoyment are paramount to everybody else at the party, because that's the way that I see the cuckold lifestyle. So, you know, for the people who don't see it that way, they don't have to come because anybody who tries to make the women feel otherwise they're not the type of women, you know, that I have at my parties. As a guy, as a bull, 
if you're going to be thrown off because you see a husband walking around with his, you know, with his little dick in a cage, or you might be sitting there having a conversation with somebody and, you know, a husband might sit down next to you, you know, dressed in, you know, a latex outfit with fishnets on and six inch heels, you know, like, how are you going to handle that? Is that going to throw you off in your evening or are you comfortable and confident enough in yourself to be able to just keep it moving and, and, you know, and keep your wits about you? So I'm always upfront with people about, you know, what they can expect, you know, at my parties, because you never know what you're going to see. And I'm not going to say that you're going to see everything, but I need you at least to be prepared for what you might see or what you might encounter. In other words, I don't need a guy freaking out because he's fucking a wife from behind and all of a sudden he looks down and her husband is laying underneath her licking her pussy while she's getting fucked. You know, like as a bull, you learn a lot about yourself the first time you're in that situation. You know, the first time you're playing with a wife in that way and you look down at her ass and you see another man's eyes looking up at you. Like not everybody is built to handle that situation. So when I talk to guys about coming to my cuckold parties, I make sure that they understand what goes on and what you might be exposed to. And I tell them, look, don't be afraid to tell me that this is out of your comfort zone. Like I'd much rather have you be honest with me and tell me that this is a little beyond you as opposed to you telling me, oh yeah, Mike, I'm cool with that. And then you get there and you're getting freaked out. You know, like don't, don't do me any favors by telling me that you can handle this when, when you really can't. In other words, don't put yourself in that position just because you're trying to have some fun with a hot wife that night. Like don't do it. And, you know, any guy that wants to come to one of my parties, I always advise them and I, I always give them that out because I don't put any limits on the couples, you know, as far as how they play, what type of cuckolding activities they enjoy. I don't, I don't put any type of restrictions on them at all. So if you're a bull coming to one of these parties, you better be secure because if you're not, you're not going to make, as far as what I say for my cuckold parties, I, I, I look for the true bulls, the guys who really exemplify what this lifestyle is about, who get it. And uh, the other thing about my cuckold parties is, unlike my IR parties, these aren't BBC specific parties. You know, the majority of my bulls are black, but it's not limited to, to all black bulls because all the couples play differently. And to be perfectly honest, the pool of of genuine bulls, of guys who are really honest and truly bulls, it's not a very deep pool. Like it, it really isn't. Uh, one of the things that I've explained to a number of guys is, you know, the cuckold lifestyle is, there are a lot of differences from the hot wife lifestyle. And as a bull, the biggest difference is that when you're dealing with strictly hot wives, especially those who have a preference for black men as a black man, you're one of many, you know, in other words, there are plenty of black guys out there. There are plenty of black guys in the lifestyle that would love to play with her. Even if you're good at what you do, that pool 
is still heavily in favor of the couple. However, with cuckolding, it's the exact opposite. And what I mean by that is, if you are truly a proficient bull, meaning you understand the lifestyle, you understand how the couples interact, you know, you have a high comfort level with the couples, you know, you, you know how to build on that strong mental presence that's required for cuckolding, oh, you're going to be in demand. Believe that. Like there aren't that many of us floating around out here. So if you're a capable, experienced, knowledgeable, respectful type of bull, oh, you're going to be in demand. Believe me on that. You know, it's very easy for a capable bull in this lifestyle to have several couples that he sees on a regular basis, easily several couples, just because the the supply and demand is completely in, in the bull's favor, you know? So with that being said, it doesn't mean that you have carte blanche to, to, to be rude to people and to treat people in the old kind of way, but the number of highly qualified, highly capable bulls, that number is a lot lower in the cuckold lifestyle than it is in the hot wife lifestyle, just because it requ- it requires a different skill set. So I just want to make sure that I didn't leave anything important out. I mean, if there's something that I didn't address, like I said, feel free to to leave a note in the comments or send me a message and I'll, I'll try to address it and I'll try to bring it up in a future episode. But that's pretty much in a nutshell what the, the differences are between my interracial parties and my cuckold parties. You know, my cuckold parties celebrate the cuckold lifestyle. They embrace everything about it. They require a high comfort level with the subject of it. And it's, it's more like part class, part party, you know, like you're going to learn some things at one of my cuckold parties, in addition to having a great time, meeting great people, you know, and making lasting memories. You know, that's it for now. You know, I want to thank everybody again for listening to the Keys and Anchors podcast. Again, hopefully it's been another entertaining and thought provoking episode for you. I look forward to, you know, to bringing you more content in the future and everybody have a good day and thank you again.